Hey, this is Dave Wonders, host of Dave Wonders, and I love conversations, whether it's with local pastors, artists, filmmakers, authors, random people from the community, any opportunity to sip a cup of coffee and have a good conversation. So sit back and relax. For more conversations like this one, you can visit our website, thepulse.mn, or you can tune in weekdays from 2 to 6 Central at 104.3 The Pulse in Central Minnesota or online at thepulse.mn. Hey, this is Dave Wonders, and today we have the pleasure of chatting with the one and only Stephen Curtis Chapman, how you doing, Stephen? Well, I'm doing well, Dave. Doing good uh, here in snowy Tennessee, which is weird to say that because we don't usually say snowy Nashville, Tennessee, snow covered, not even just dusted. Usually we get a light dusting, but today we got like a full, in the last couple of days, full-blown snowfall, uh, snowstorm, as they say. And uh, so we're kind of loving that. I got a fire going in the fireplace. and. Um, so, yeah, so I'm doing good. Looking forward to coming to see you guys, though, soon. Any degree of, of, of snow is, is a big deal. It's when it's cold that it really gets to me, when it soaks into your yeah. bones. Today, it's yeah, negative yeah. five in Minnesota. And oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little scary. It's apocalyptic. But we're going to warm things up yeah. for you for February when you come to visit us. It should be at, Please. at, at least 10 degrees warmer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's see. That makes me, that makes it five. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. <laughs> so I, I, I'm a little bit uh, starstruck because your music has been a part of my life kind of from, from day one. Your first album came out in 87. I'm a millennial. I was born in 88. And so whenever we turn no on. Yeah. So Dave, I, how is that possible? So. You're like you're so young. <laughs> what are you, why are you not in school? You should be in school. <laughs> So Christian Radio, I think Christian Radio, I think Stephen Curtis Chapman, you've always been a part of the game. You, you, you're you part of this, a very elusive crowd. Some people go their whole careers without a number one. Uh, there's there's four people, okay? Uh, Madonna, George Strait, Conway Twitty, and Stephen Curtis Chapman with 50 number one radio songs. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. That is crazy. I admit it's it's crazy and hard to, you know, hard to believe, um, when, when I hear those numbers, um, but, and I say this very sincerely, um, you know, those kind of things only happen because you have a whole amazing, I've been just blessed for 36, seven years almost now, I guess, since the release of my first album. Dang, that's like, that's pushing 40 years. I mean, it was one thing to say 30. That's it, 35. But man, now that I'm over 35, Mark, it's like, uh, but I've had so many amazing people, you know, radio teams and record companies and, uh, you know, just management team, people that, that are a part of that. And radio has just been incredibly, very, very kind to me uh, over the years. And uh, I'm just really grateful and, yeah, blown away by that. Well, we need gas in the tank. So you just keep filling it up, putting good songs out there. We'll keep playing them. So, all right. I got a question Deal. for you though. At a certain point, does it ever get boring? Like you've you've done so many shows. Do you just kind of like snooze through them or do you ever get butterflies anymore? Or how does that work? Yeah. You know what? I I don't get as 
as much nerves unless like example uh two three months ago now november um i did a full concert with a symphony here in nashville um and those kinds of nights i'm still very nervous and stressed because there's so many moving parts and you've got a full orchestra playing an arrangement that i don't remember you know it's not it i, I over the years the arrangements change and you you know, you turn them into something different and, and then all of a sudden I'm back to playing, you know, this is the way it originally was on the record. Maybe that's even a little changed because there wasn't an ending on the record, but we have an ending on this. So just when there's, when there are a lot of moving parts that I'm not used to, uh, that can make me nervous and kind of tense and, and, uh, a little stressed. But, um, as far as playing music, you know, you ask the question is ever feel boring and I, real honestly, like this morning, I literally had the thought, like, I'm going to go do interviews. I haven't been doing any. I've kind of had about a, you know, two-week break uh, around the holidays and uh, did a little bit of a Christmas tour, but had several weeks. And I haven't had a guitar in my hands really in several days, several weeks. And I literally was thinking, man, I, I just want to, I want to play, I want to play a song. I want, you know, I want to play some music. Um I love it as much as I ever did. In fact, I think in some ways I love playing and, and doing concerts. Yeah, I mean, my body is not quite the, you know, 25, six-year-old it was when I started all those years ago. Um, but touring and, and the the travel part, you know, wears me down a little more than it used to. But the being with people, singing these songs, you know, even the story, you know, that you said, you know, gosh, growing up listening to your music is part of my life, part of my faith journey. To get a chance to to remember that with people and, and celebrate that um, and watch them sing along and know that, man, these songs have connected them to God's truth and, you know, to the gospel and, and have been a part of their journey. That's like such a cool, uh, sweet thing that uh, I think I enjoy that more now than I feel like I really ever have. And so it's not even close to being boring. You know, it's just, uh, it's really still an amazing gift that I get to get to do this. You get to do it still. Huh? Huh? Ah, see you. Yeah. So that's right. One of the things I like to ask every artist is you get to book an imaginary show. Okay, this is fantasy concert. Yeah. You get to share the stage <laughs> with any artist, living, dead, Christian, secular, any genre. Wow. Who shares the billing one night only? Stephen Curtis Chapman and who else? Who do you have at this show? Man, is it one artist or it's a multiple uh, artist? You could, like, you could have, uh, you could have two and maybe sneak one sneaks on for like a <laughs> surprise song. Oh, there you go. Okay. Uh, you know what? He, he is not with us any longer, but uh, first first artist that came to mind uh, was an artist that I grew up really being a fan of and being influenced by because my dad was a big, big fan of Glenn Campbell. Mm. Um, he, he was just such a great, he's a great guitar player. In fact, that's kind of what he started out as a session guitarist. So he played on a ton of Records was actually in the Beach Boys for a little while, played bass for them, but he was an amazing guitar player, but what a great singer. And just, I loved his songs. I grew up, you know, loving his, his music. And so incidentally, which was 
mind blowing early in my career. He actually recorded a, a couple of songs of mine. Um, so I got to hear his voice singing. I will be here. Actually, he recorded that the song I wrote for Mary Beth and another one, uh, a few years earlier. And so, but I never got to do a concert. I met him briefly on maybe one or two occasions, uh, and was kind of starstruck and didn't know what to say, but I've often thought, man, that would have been cool to have, you know, gotten hey, to play a concert. This is fantasy concert. This, we make dreams come true. Okay. Yeah. So we got Glenn Campbell and Steve right. Curtis Chapman. Who yeah. else? Yeah. And then, uh, and then probably I would say, uh, you know, if Johnny Cash could sneak out and do a song with us, um, you know, if I could do, uh, you know, Folsom prison blues with, with, Ooh. uh, with Johnny, uh, that would be, that would be like, put it over the top. That would be the, the ultimate, you know? Um, I was going to say Springsteen and then Springsteen jumps out there for uh rhinestone cowboy because he actually covered that. Uh, I saw him cover that on a, on a show uh, that he did. Uh, and I thought, so we get, we get, we get the boss, you know, sneak out there for a song. That's, that's pretty good night right there. Yeah, so you got all the, you got Glenn Campbell, you got Johnny Cash, you got the boss. And then of course, everybody comes out on stage to join you for the closer. For like yeah. the super group moment, what's the song you're closing with? Oh gosh, man! Now you really got me. Um, <laughs> it doesn't have to be one of your songs; it could be something else. Yeah, right. Yeah, the big the big closer. Um, if we've got the if we got everybody out there, um, you know, and because we used to do this at the end of a, I did a thing called Sam's Place that I hosted here in Nashville at the Ryman Auditorium for about three years. And we would always end the night with the old Will the Circle Be Unbroken, which was a Johnny. Johnny recorded it. Just about everybody recorded it. But that's like a great all skate. Everybody comes out and sings, you know, Will the Circle Be Unbroken by and by, Lord, by and by. So that probably that would be the that'd be the, the closer. Oh, that I, I love that. I'm gonna picture that Sounds in my like mind and it's gonna warm me <laughs> on these cold days. <laughs> Hey, this is Dave Wonders, host of Dave Wonders on the Pulse Podcast Network. Here at the Pulse, we are passionate about music with a message for central Minnesota. We want to cultivate within each listener a deeper desire to know and follow Jesus Christ. You can listen to us anytime online at thepulse.mn or at 104.3 The Pulse if you live in central Minnesota. Now let's dive back into the conversation. So what do you do when you don't have a guitar in your hand? What are you, what are you passionate about besides music? I can tell you the things that sadly, painfully, it's not. Sports is something I have, I have been learning uh, since I met my wife, who is a major sports fan. I grew up, you know, for a few years as a kid, a fan of NFL. There were a couple of teams, you know, every kid has their, their I had a, a, you know, Miami Dolphins sweatshirt that I wore everywhere. And uh, followed them for a, a few years, but college athletics, all of that, I've been uh, kind of on a crash course for the last almost forty years now since I've been married to my wife because she is a major uh, college basketball, college football, and now I have a daughter who's a cheerleader at the University of Alabama. Roll Tide, Roll Tide, yeah, and uh, yeah. So we were just actually watching her. She's a she's she's on the co-ed cheer team, and they just uh, actually uh, won second came in second just by that much missed uh first place for the nationals uh 
cheer championship in uh, Orlando, Florida. So we were just down there a couple of days ago. And um, so, you know, cheering her on uh, is, is a, a big deal. And now we go to every game we can and watch her. And of course now become a football fan. Um, but uh, you know, it's really, it's, it's because it's family, you know, it revolves around family. Um, we have seven little people that call me pop-ups now and my wife, Grammy. Um, we love just being with them, um, hanging out with them. And, uh, so, you know, family is, is the passion really, uh, whatever that looks like, whatever we can be doing together uh, as a family. Um, you know, I love, I, I, I could go on, you know, I love fishing, but I, but then I say, well, I maybe go fishing, you know, a couple of times a year. So it's not like something I'm really invested in. Here in Minnesota, um, we're excited about ice fishing now. This is the season for ice fishing. That I've never done that. And I've heard all I can think is, is just be, uh, you just be like frozen stiff. But I hear that it's not the case. You get a little hut around you, a little warming hut and you cut your hole and it's actually not as bad as it sounds, at least, you know, the way some guys do it. So I need to try that sometime because I love fishing up in Minnesota. In fact, uh, a good, that, that's where my best friend, Jeff Moore, uh, of Jeff Moore in the distance yep. days, if you remember the, his music, um, he, he now does a lot of fishing and hunting and has a fellowship adventures, which is a, uh, uh, nonprofit that he does now. And it's a, it's really geared around outdoor adventures, uh, as kind of ministry and, you know, re sort of refueling pastors and people in ministry. And so I get to go fishing, uh, with him up way up right into the Canada and down, you know, right up the edge of Minnesota and Canada. And so it's a, that's a great, um, great, you know, thing to do. And I love that, but yeah, I, mean, I think honestly though, it's, uh, you know, family and, and, uh, and friends and whatever that looks like, you know, being today, it'll probably end up being out in the snow, freezing, uh, you know, playing with grandkids at some point. There you go. So uh, a lot of people know your music, but maybe not everybody watching this video, listening to this interview is familiar with show hope. Talk a little bit about show hope. Mm. Oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mary Beth is uh, on the phone in the other uh, part of our house. I'm in my studio here, but she's over in the house actually on her zoom show hope meetings today because of the snow. It kept her from going to the office, but my, my wife, Mary Beth is, uh, is the, uh, every every day really in, in some form or fashion. And, and, uh, but, uh, we, yeah, 24 years ago, uh, we adopted Shoei, um, our daughter, Shohanna, uh, and from China and God really started something in our lives that we, that we never saw coming, um, until, uh, it was there. And that started with our oldest daughter, Emily, who went to Haiti when she was about 11 and met kids that didn't have families and, broke her heart and she started praying for us to consider adopting. And we said, that's probably not going to be something we do, but it's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing that you desire and keep praying for those kids. Well, here we are now, you know, six children uh, later and, and three of those adopted um, that we started helping families that wanted to adopt, but couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really where show hope started. And people have probably heard me talk about that uh, over and over again, but, that's really the the work of show hope started originally and still does. It's still kind of core of what we do is, is uh, adoption aid grants for families that say, we feel God has put it on our hearts. We have a place at our table. We'll make room. You know, we just don't have money in our bank account to make that happen because it can be prohibitively expensive. And so we started helping families 
20, really uh, formally 20 years ago. We just had our 20th anniversary. Yeah, congratulations. And, um, it's, it's been amazing. We've been able to help. Gosh, it's almost, I mean, it's moving towards 9,000 families now, which is representative of, of uh, you know, that many children from 63 countries all over the world, right here in the U.S., uh, you know, and helping those families through just saying, we'll come alongside you uh, and walk this journey with you and cheer you on and, and help financially and help with information. God's just blessed us with incredible resources of, of information and inspiration and encouragement for families. And out of that then has grown into other areas that we see great need and an opportunity to, to, you know, move in with care and with the, with God's plan for families and children. Cause a lot of these kids obviously will come from hard places, early childhood trauma, abandonment, you know, institutionalized for maybe months or years even. Um, and so helping those families and those kids really thrive instead of just barely survive sometimes is part of what we do with caring for those families with training and uh, a big conference we do every year called hope for the journey. Um, we help families with that have adopted kids, whether they're show hope grant families or not with adopted kids with medical ongoing medical needs through medical care grants now. Um, and then we have a student ministry, uh, that's all within show hope called, uh, right. We called the, uh, the student, um, well, right now we do the pause campaign, which is a program designed for kids in high school and college and even middle school to uh, come together around kind of God's heart for the orphan and pause from social media for like a week, seven day period, and really focus that time on studying and, and coming to understand more about what God says about the orphan and then using their social media platform to kind of spread that message. So it's been a really, really amazing thing to, you know, to to see how God's kind of used that in the hearts of young people. So it's a, it's an amazing thing. We've been so blown away with what God's done with it more than we ever uh, imagined. Uh, and that's my hat, show hope, my shirt. I'm hey, there you go. Wearing the... tree. <laughs> I'm always wearing the team colors and, uh, and then show hope, you know, as part of my tours, uh, I get to share a little bit more about it on my tours and just, just to invite people into it. It's just an amazing thing. We've seen God doing something really incredible. And so I get to invite people into that. Well, Stephen, we're very excited. February 24th, you're coming to our neck of the woods. Like I said, it'll be warmer then. Uh, get you ZB, Center for the Arts. People can get tickets at BrainerdConcert.com. Uh, Stephen, for people that they've been on the fence, they've been hearing us talk about this concert for a few weeks now. And they're like, ah, do I go? Do I go? What? Yeah. Set the stage for us. What are they going to experience February 24th? Well, I, I mean, I've got a, I've got a, some guys, some world-class musicians that are going to be joining me. Um, and that's fun to just get to, you know, get to share the music with really incredible uh, kind of multi-instrumentalists um, and some of the versions of the songs. You know, you get to hear the song, but, you know, it's fun to, to get to kind of say, wow, I, you know, I heard it like I did on the record, but that's, you know, even kind of a new uh, version of that. And, and, but, but you get to hear some of those melodies and, and lyrics and, and songs that, you know, a lot of people just say, man, I just, it was like a stroll down memory lane and mm. my faith journey. And it reminded me of God's faithfulness and it was worship. It was fun. And we cried, we laughed, we danced with Cinderella. We dove in, we saddled up our horses, you know, all those kind of moments, you know, along the way, like mm. mile markers on, on our journey um, that we get to revisit. And uh, of course, you know, some new songs and, uh, 
and all of that and and some stories and just kind of you know it's a journey i feel like you know the great adventure you know it's it's like it has been an adventure and these concerts are such a unique opportunity i mean you can listen to music and hear it you know in the recording but these concerts for me are so special because i really feel like you know you get to kind of have this sort of homecoming for those who have maybe listened to the music for years or even if they're kind of new listeners to uh to sit together and go man remember this and remember that and not just remember where we've been but this is what i love about what i get to do is remember where we're going you know remember how good the good news is remember the hope that we have because we need that right now more than ever that's right and uh it's it's a night to get to 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 do that and a whole lot of fun uh along the way so yeah i'm i'm excited and uh love coming to see you guys in minnesota and i hope you'll come see me if you can it'd be a good time Stephen, thanks for chatting with us. And uh, again, BrainerdConcert.com. Get your tickets. And if you don't have a copy, of still pick up that album. It's a good album. Please do. I, I concur. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Blessings, brother. All right, man. Bless you too, buddy. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Dave Wonders. You can find more episodes of Dave Wonders on the website, thepulse.mn, or any place you get your podcasts. 